0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. Chapter 21, The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 3, Chapter 21. We must rest in God above all his gifts and favors. The Learner. My soul, above all things and in all things, you must always rest in the Lord, for he is the everlasting rest of all the saints. O oh, sweetest, O oh, most loving Jesus, grant that I may rest in you above all everything created, above all health and beauty, honor and glory, above all power and dignity, all knowledge and cleverness, above all riches and glory and abilities, above all joy and gladness, above all sweetness and consolation, above all fame and praise, above all hope and promise, above all merit and desire, above all gifts and presents you can give or pour out upon us, above all happiness and rejoicing that the mind can grasp and feel, finally above all angels and archangels, and above the whole host of heaven, above everything seen or unseen, above everything that is not you, my God, O Lord, my God, you are the sum of all good, surpassing all things. You alone are most high and most powerful. You alone are completely self-sufficient and perfect. You alone are most sweet and consoling. You alone are most beautiful and most loving, most noble and most glorious above all else. And you are found everything existing in all that perfection of good things that are now or ever have been or ever will be. Thus it is that everything you give me apart from yourself, everything you reveal or promise me of yourself, is too little, too unsatisfying. For as yet I have not seen you, have not fully gained possession of you. My heart cannot find its true resting place, cannot be wholly content until it soars above all your gifts, all that you have created, and rests in you. O oh, Jesus Christ, my dearest spouse, my lover of stainless purity, ruler of the whole creation. Who will give me wings of true freedom that I may fly to you and in you take my rest? When will it be granted to me in full to have nothing to do but see how sweet you are? O oh, Lord, my God. When may I be wholly absorbed in you? that for very love of you, I may be unaware of myself, may know only you, above all the ways we know through our senses, in a fashion not known to all. But now, how often I sigh as I bear my grief with happiness, as I bear my grief, my load of unhappiness. But now, how often I sigh as I bear with grief, my load of unhappiness. Many are the evils I meet with in this valley of tears. Often they trouble me, sadden me before before my path. Often hinder and distract me, lure and entangle me to prevent me from coming to you freely, from knowing the bliss of your embrace, which for the blessed spirits is an ever-present joy. Let my sighing touch your heart. In many ways am I a lonely outcast upon earth. O Jesus, brightness of the everlasting glory, comfort of the soul on its pilgrimage here. My lips beseech you without sound of words. My silence speaks to you. How much longer will my Lord delay his coming? I am but poor and little, but let him come to me and make me glad. Let him stretch out his hand and rescue a poor wretch from all the troubles that fence him in. Ah, come Jesus, come, without you, not a day is happy, not a single hour. You are my happiness. Without you, there is no one to share my table. I am full of misery, something like a prisoner with his burden of fetters until you cheer me with the light of your presence. Give me back my freedom and turn towards me the face of a friend. Let others seek instead of you, whatever takes their fancy. For me, there is nothing that gives me such joy, nor ever will be, but you, my God, my hope, my eternal salvation. I will not keep quiet, nor cease to beg for your favor, until your grace returns and I hear your voice within me once more. Christ the Beloved speaks. Here I am. See, I have come to you because you have called for me. Your tears and the longing in your soul, your being humbled, your crushed and broken heart, have moved me and brought me to you. Lord, I called to you in my longing to enjoy your dear company, for your sake, I am ready to give up all else. It was you who first moved me to seek you. Bless you, Lord, for doing your servant this kindness and your unbounded mercy. What more can your servant say to you? He can only lie in utter abasement before you, ever conscious of his own sinfulness and unimportance. Yes, there is nothing to compare with you out of all the wonders of heaven and earth. All your works are good. All your judgments are true. Your providence is the helm of all creation. Let praise and glory be yours then, O wisdom of the Father. Let my lips, my soul, and the whole of creation together praise you and bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God are guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, choicest of priests, vessel of the Holy Ghost, child of Mary, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How can Thomas of Kempis say that that our Lord Jesus can give him his freedom back? Why does he pray, Lord, give me my freedom back? Are we not all free already? Are we not? Well, yes, there is an essential freedom that comes from being a human person. There is the power to choose and not to choose, a power to direct ourselves towards our eternal happiness. And so we have a basic freedom. But beyond that essential freedom that every human being has, there is the freedom that Jesus comes to give. You will know the truth, he said and the truth will set you free, free for what? Free for excellence, free to do good, free to do great good. That's why St. Philip Neri used to say to men, when shall we begin to do good, my brothers? Think of some great athlete or some singer, by their training, by their many hours of practice, they have incredible freedom to do remarkable deeds, athletic, or musical. They don't even have to think about it. They just do these great things, these wonderful things, because they have a freedom of excellence. When the spiritual life, that's what the Lord wants to give us. He doesn't want us to do small things, but great things. He wants us to be free to love him and to serve him without any regret. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.